Good morning. Good morning. My voice is still jacked all up. It's super jacked. My voice is super jacked. And it's very early. And it's I think you know it's even sexier. I don't think it is. I feel like I have You've been wrong before. All the time. All the time. Right chalk this one up. That's a pretty hot sound you got going on over there. (laughs) But you can hear the wheeze when I laugh and it's gross. There's a wheeze in there. Weezo. It's gross. Wizzo. Okay. Happy Jew year. I just wrote it. <laughs> well, good morning, Melissa. I guess we know how this one's going to go. Oh, my God. I just wrote this intro, and then my <laughs> eyes just lost focus. Brain, so I- engage Civ mode. Yes. I guess I guess we're in. I guess we're in. We're <laughs> knee deep at this point. Do I do it over? No. Okay, How great. Are you? I think you I think you've had quite a few things occur since we last we chatted. So I'm going to say have, yeah. I'm going to say you start faith-based tradition, massive reset of the whole year, familial news to update. Anal probing. Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> Okay, where, where, where would you like to start? <laughs> Let's start in the end. Uh-oh. My end. <laughs> it took us time. Don't tell me how they stuck the pipe up there. What was it? What happened? What ha- tell us? First of all, the chalky saga of your two-day prep. Let's hear. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Yeah, I had that theory, too, that it was the chalky saga, because when we grew up, all medicine meant for your belly, either way, inner outer, was kind of a chalky substance, I recall. Well, everybody bitches about it in Hollywood, which is, of course, where I get all my medical news. So I figured this was happening, that there was some sort of a milky, phlegm-based, you know, squashy inside a plastic bottle when you shake it back and forth, gullet buster, that is the thing that's intended to coat your insides with something like motor oil so that you poop your contents out like a sheet. No? I think how my son phrased it to me before, this is before he called me when I was at the Amish market, not on AirPods, and yelled, so all the Miralax, Dulcolax bullshit, (laughs) is that out of your system? And I looked around to all these... (sighs) <sighs> mushroom-headed uh, boys who were running around with the very same haircut and all these girls, and don't forget all the people who are shopping there. Now, no, I had a colonoscopy. Yeah, dear listener, when last we spoke, I was dreading the evil drink shit scope situation. Right, right, right And right. I have some advice. I come with advice. My brother-in-law's advice was, use Vaseline on your keister. You will be wiping so often. You're welcome. <gasps> Oh, no, your little red rosy. Ouch. Oh, that was really sweet and cute. But <laughs> mm. I told them I used to think that labor and delivery nurses did the Lord's work because that shit's gross. Stuff falls out of you. You had lost weeks ago that you just. Yeah, no, these these ladies and I did choose ladies, by the way. <laughs> We're exceptional. So as far as the prep goes, my brother-in-law said, Vaseline, my advice is 
don't put your prep, which has no flavor. <laughs> it doesn't have to be chalky and gross. And it doesn't, it's, it's Miralax where you normally take one spoonful in a glass of water. You put the entire powder container into 64 ounces of whatever you want. So whatever you choose will from that day on be ruined forever. So oh, yeah. choose carefully. Picture the night in Indiana Jones and in the, is it the Temple of Doom where they find, yeah, do not let your face melt off because you chose, like I did, a diet lemonade to sludge down. It was, I wanted to die. Oh, it was no. awful. But that's fine because you do it. And it's just drinking. If it were in water, I would have been fine. But it was in that weird sugar substitute that Ew. diet lemonade comes with. It's gross. Yeah, anyway. but by that logic, wouldn't you have ruined water if you just put your your naughty powder in there? I don't think you taste the powder, but diet lemonade's kind of gross to start with. Yeah, I'm not. I've I've gone off. I'm not doing that. I won't. Yeah, do that it's anymore. gross. Anyway, I thought of you half the time, not the whole time, because of your verbiage of sheets of fluid. <laughs> what did you say? Sheets. You were shitting sheets, um, oh. which is really, really what happens. You're just sheets. <sighs> yeah. So everything's fine. Nothing's fine. Uh, you just poop. Did I pee or did I poop that liquid? I don't even know. And well, I don't all care. of the fun of this happens in your own home too. own home. Yeah. So do you pick, do you pick the one bathroom to befoul or were you like, I will christen all the bowls like, or is it the sort of thing where your body decides, like, I think I'm going to walk to the next room. Nope. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> doing that right now. I did post how long after a colonoscopy can you trust a fart? But <gasps> oh, no. The answer I was given from a dear friend was, you can never trust a fart. I, like I think it's, I, I think like that's good really advice. good advice. Thanks, Joe. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So I had an upstairs bathroom and a downstairs bathroom just because I got, I was super lucky and I got an early morning scoping. So two days, really. My full diet is, is nuts and seeds and fruit. And you can't have any of that. So I lost four pounds. Holy. And I thought, if I need to get into a dress. <laughs> well, you're full of shit then, quite literally. If I was. That, yeah, no longer. Well, yeah. maybe you stopped. I re up. No, I rebooted. Yeah. I'm back okay. up. I'm just over my fight and weight now. <laughs> and I'm fine. <laughs> because we had a holiday here, which required all the carbs and all the All nuts, the, all the seeds, all the Jews going to scurry. And they're all gone. Yep. Chicks and nuts and... <laughs> Jews gonna, gonna scurry. No, we don't Love like scurrying it. Jews. That sounds like maybe it's another kind of a bad thing happening. So we're gonna say happy Jew year. It's a it's a year festival, right? It's like the New Year, Chinese New Year, Jewy New Year. That's what's Rosh Hashanah. Is. I mean, we don't dance in the streets <clears throat> as much as we sit and listen to a recap of of the past years. Uh oh. And talk about. <laughs> oh my god, we are you currently guys! Oh my god, you guys! Can't you look back in happiness? Nobody came for us this year. Oh, because that never happens. I'm sorry, I forgot. I just meant like the, was that the situation? No, that no, we no, no, no. I was, I was loading up. Nobody came for us this year, like the Nazis. And by that, then I was gonna have to clarify. So yeah, if you really isn't that so, sad? <laughs> not, that's, what the fuck, America and global Here, let me, societies? Get off them. Let me just finish and put a cap, as you say, on the colonoscopy. Um, 
Yes, it was the best nap of my life because they knock you out for it. But I have to tell you, I read my report. Oh, how'd you get your hands on that one? Okay. They handed it to me as I left. I read my report and the report said they used a pediatric. Oh, oh, mama. Congratulations. Right? (laughs) (laughs) It is amazing where we seek approval and compliments. (sighs) My tiny pink asshole is child size. You have a fun size asshole. Fun size. Nice. Happy Halloween. Good for you. Like the worst candy bars. Uh, Yeah. I couldn't believe what I was reading. And I said, does this mean he's like, yep, tiny bung. That's what it is. Tiny, tiny, tiny. I'm like, that is I'm going to take that as a compliment. And is where do I get my resume printed? Because this is the first line. Special skills. (laughs) Tiny tushy. Pediatric colonoscopy scope right here. Check. I was I was so proud. I'll take that Porsche in blue. (laughs) So a couple of days (laughs) Sorry, I didn't realize I was being rewarded by more than just a tiny scope. Oh, honey, I think we just jumped about a million listeners just on the basis of your pediatric colonoscopy scope. I was so impressed. I did find a woman to do it. It was great. I She went to the University of Delaware. I, was, I know. I was so happy. And then they gave me the juice. Ticking all the boxes. Oh, there's more? You have to do a prep while you're in? You have to no, do no, no. The good juice. The happy juice. The one that killed Michael Jackson. You know, the good juice. Oh, sleepy town juice. Yeah, I get why he liked it so much, but I gotcha. stop. Stop right now. So a few days later, my husband's family came for the new year. Ra, so here we are. Yeah. Here we are in the days of awe, the 10 days between Rosh Hashanah in the Yom Kippur. And uh, they do say the scariest shit. I talk about it every year on pod on Rosh Hashanah. It is written on Yom Kippur. It is sealed. Who shall live and who shall die? And I had a whole family watching it on a screen where Everybody's a little bit of chatter, a little bit of chatter until you hear who shall live and who shall die. And it gets a little quiet in the room and we just stare at the screen because we're not back in person Do they, like, yet. They call you out by name? No, it's God who has created this book and he writes in it and she seals it and they put it aside. And that's when you dead, you get this- to read it. Psych. It was you. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back. Yes, uh, speaking of Halloween, it's like reverse Halloween. Trick. (laughs) See ya. No treats. No treats. Correct. So that that was, I refilled the whole body uh, just minutes it took me after a colonoscopy with all the food that we ate and... Oh, I thought you meant spiritually. Yeah, okay. With also nuts and seeds. Spiritually, we're terrified because we're now just sitting in the days of awe. So if I seem... A little more kind and delightful over these this next week and a half. This is why I fear for my life. So wait a minute. I thought. Oh God, I, I don't. I can't. I can't. You don't have to. I don't. I won't. I will. Here it comes. I Uh-oh. thought Rosh Hashanah was the one. Yom Kippur hasn't happened, so nope, we are in a period of high holy dazing. We are. And we're dazing right We're now. dazing. And that goes on for like a week plus, as I've heard you say. So how are you doing things like showing up for podcasts? I thought you couldn't like pull off toilet paper squares because it's work and all the nope, rest of it. That's the Sabbath. That's you can do work. You just have to 
apologize for the wrongs you've done. You need to really sit with yourself. And I I enjoy my company, so this works out for me. But I've I've said and had thoughts and done things that I mean, less because I don't leave the house so much anymore. But <laughs> that that don't make me incredibly proud. So I've I've looked back, and I have some you know. I don't know, reconciling to do, but it's written and it will be sealed. And I hosted 18, 15, 17 people here. We catered. Don't look at me like that. We catered. We brought in from an Italian restaurant. And oh, my said, God. I thought you were banned to have Italian food on the highest of, of holy resting periods. It's Italian or Chinese. It's one or the other. And my what? family said, there's no kugel. Where's the kugel? And I said, I just shit out three of my body weights sheets of kugel yes i'm not making food for you i don't know if i can even eat the food right now my body and has I decided did. everything shut down system flush but i think joel was right you never trust a fart like i think i think there's a certain point where you're seven, <laughs> you're seven and you realize that oh that's not what i thought it would be oh my god um so that was that was a very interesting week for me if Dear listener, you have any questions about colonoscopies? I am officially an expert. You can write us at brilliantobservations at gmail.com or just send us a question via Facebook, Brilliant Observations, Brillab Squad, or Listen Brilliant on Instagram, one of my other favorite places to be. Right. And no colon pics, please. Keep that for your weird. Oh, my God. They sent me home. (laughs) Do you get a folio? Is it like when you're at Disney and they say, look at the camera, and then they give it to you in a little folder and you can get like an eight by ten? I have a picture <laughs> of my ascending, descending, ileal. I have a picture of every aspect of my colon. And I sent a picture to my husband of my colon, one of the best pictures of my colon because I've rated them. And I... So far in that text chain, I have to just keep texting him because I don't want to see it. And I just need that picture to swipe all the way up. So I, he's like, what What are you saying? I'm like, nothing. I'm just trying to get rid of this picture on the on the screen. He, Please, probably, doesn't even, he probably doesn't even react the way he's supposed to react. Because he, he probably sees it and his brain short circuits into must help mode. Medical, 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 medical. Oh, medical? that's a colon. Medical, I medical. that's what it is. Medical, bang, 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 bang. Nurse, nurse, medical, medical. Doctor, doctor. Check, check. Oh, my God. It's like a NASA photograph. It Doesn't it look like the moon? Like some... That's your colon? That's my cork hole. <laughs> it if looks it, like a lizard's eye. Why is it so eye? shiny and wet? Like, that's... How'd <laughs> you get shiny and wet? You're inside me, right? Okay, guys. No okay. light You know goes she's going to fucking post it because she's so proud of her tea tiny little tincture. All right. So here's what happens. Picture. Picture. A very, 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 very dark red, almost like, you know, the deepest maroon when you look at it and you think, is that black? Picture a little circle down in the lower left quadrant of a square. Then it can, in concentric rings going out from that up and toward the right, each layer of circles gets a little bit larger and a lot redder. So the whole thing looks like a very angry lizard's face with a black pupil down at the bottom. But what you realize is the perspective of the pedioscope going up in her tuchus, looking <laughs> around. And it must be at like the U-bend because the thing is going, looking around to the side. And there ain't nothing in there. It's just, it's slick and scary and like it's slick. What is that? It's like Still, you're the um, inside of a very, very small 
water flume ride at one of those places where you go and the tube goes all around you and you spit out and you land in the pool at the end. That's what you're in. Ew. Where you go spelunking and everything's wet and drippy and you're like, how? It is wet. It is wet. But it's very slick. It doesn't it doesn't look like the walls are made of walls. It looks like they're made of plastic. Like it doesn't. Yeah. Prepped really well. You really did. It doesn't. It's completely uniform. There's nothing there. Good prep, tiny butthole. I was flying hot. Oh, and don't forget the. You really do the, need to rewrite your resume. I mean, this the is good number juice. one. Yeah, I, I love title it. in your future. Tiny butthole. <laughs> colon. Good prep. Oh, Bra- colon. Oh. Bra- <laughs> uh, but brag about it because that's that's absolutely braggable <laughs> material. <laughs> I, I counted the lines on your forehead the last time I saw you. You have more now. Thanks, Bob. Don't but ruin guess what? it. Don't ruin I have a it. Shiny, shiny colon. Right. And I don't have to come back for nothing 10 years. fits. Nothing fits in there, Bob. Sorry. You're welcome. That's it. Sorry. It's not going to happen. <laughs> However, while I was stationary, either latched onto a, a towel bar, holding onto a toilet for dear life. And while I was serving family the most delicious of catered foods, my friend and yours, dear listener, traveled to Chicago. Oh, me. That's me. That's what I did. That's what I did. I was there. Which, if you know that it's not the Windy City because there's actually wind, it's the Windy City because of political reasons and, and the the verbiage and the ridiculousness during specific political races. So much hot air blowing out of the politicians' faces. That's true. Everyone does love to tell you that when you go there. And I'm here to confirm it's fucking very windy there. Just actual (laughs) wind. Didn't have any political discourse. It was just windy. So fuck off. It's very windy. A lot of wind. Super great. If you haven't been to Chicago, which I had not, this was the first ever, and that was really the reason for the trip. Like, why the hell haven't I been to Chicago? Let's go. So it is totally worth it. It was hilarious. Completely forgot until we were there seeing lots of little note cards and placards reminding us that Ferris had his best day off there. I was like, oh, right. That's right. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. There's so much fun things to do there. It was so great. And I guess the reality is this was a ridiculously luxurious trip. We were, we invented a reason to go. One of the kids, one of our kids' friends, you know, and a handful of kids from the lacrosse team, one is turning 15. So we're like, it's for the birthday. Bullshit. We were just going and it's like, we need some reason to drag these fuckers along. So that's what happened. And as a consequence, we have started traveling with our group of friends in a very luxurious way. That's really problematic when you're a party of 10. Can't go back also. You can't go back to Well, we thought crackhead travel. Well, we love to eat and unfortunately these boys eat like men and they eat like very well cultured men. So it was basically we are now paying for 10 people. Oh wow. That was stupid. Five <laughs> of them have zero income and they were eating like adult men. They ordered let me just let me just say one order at the dinner table. Just just one. This was just one entree. It wasn't even the whole meal. <sighs> okay. It was a 64 ounce. Already you start. Wagyu. Bone in. Tomahawk cut. Ribeye. This wasn't one of the kids. Yeah. Yeah. You think it was cheap? It wasn't cheap. We had a tableside magician 
at our dinner. <laughs> this may have been the best steak dinner of my life. They did tableside cocktails. They bring the bar cart to the table and they mix the cocktail there for you. You know, light it, smoke it, all the things that happens. Then they bring the um, magician comes and he does, you know, 20 minutes of a little act. And it was it was a mind blowing, crazy. I can't believe this act. Wow. How did you do this thing? You know, pull the card out of your own pocket. And it's the card I told you. It was like all this crazy stuff. Did that. They have the dessert cart, the trolley, which comes around. And you just select the lighted. You just select from the delights. I mean, just on and on. Can we agree that close up magic in a restaurant like that is an introvert's nightmare? It really was creepy. I didn't know if it was going to be great, but it turned out to be super great because we were a big party and he kept it focused on the kids. That's good because for me, I you said close up magic at the table and I threw up in my mouth. It was was, it was pick a card. It was I'm going to guess. I don't care. I'm 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 going to guess your. This was the weird one. I'm going to guess your cell phone password. Put your hands, take your cell phone, put your hands under the table. Do you know your cell phone password? Yes. Okay. Put your hands under the table and look at your phone under the table so I can't see it and put in your password. Okay. And now turn your phone over, put it down on the table and then we'll come back to it. And then later he's looking at the phone and he's looking at the phone and he's looking at the phone and he says the number and it's the number. Then later he did a predictive text thing. That's totally the wrong word for it. I don't even know what to call it. He said, um, is this your... So he opened the phone and then in looking at it, he said, okay, and he hands it back. Now you go to Wikipedia, search for anything at all, right? Anything you can think of, any word, search for it in Wikipedia and then turn your phone over and put it down on the table. And then like two minutes later, without lifting the phone, he's like... can I guess? Can I guess? Yes. He's 15. Is it farts? Stop it. So the best part is the word was so ridiculously random. I don't even know how he did it. He searched for the word advantages and the guy picked it. I don't know how. It was weird. It was weird. It was that kind of magic. He looked around the table and saw the tomahawk steak and said, we couldn't possibly have (laughs) any more advantages. Oh, there's a word. Let me use that one. No, come on. Come on. I'm saying it was something like. he's like, I saw your shoulder move. I do this. I'm watching. Who knows what it was? Who knows what it was? He had written out long paragraphs on a piece of paper that he eventually pulled out of, you know, your pocket. And he goes, can you read that to the group? And it's something that, that somebody had said, or um, five minutes ago. And it has like the color of your shirt on it. Like it's all this kind of stuff where clearly it was planned. I just don't know what the plan was. So it was, and like I'm saying, I'm sitting here talking to you about it now, and that's some good entertainment. I mean, that yeah, that's say, something yeah. where you feel like, and it he kept it very, you know, bup, 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 fast, upbeat, so it didn't feel like it was too much of an invasion. Yeah. What kind of restaurant was this? This was called Swift and Sons. It was a steakhouse in the Meatpacking District in Chicago. We had grand plans to go to famous old school, old world kind of places, and two things happened. One way too popular we were there on an incredibly popular weekend there was a marathon going on there was a four-day music festival going on there was everything in the world's going on so everybody was there was it was jumping the whole place was jumping but party of 10 yeah you're not getting you're not getting into gibson so and the good news is this was miles better because i think if you get past the idea that it's not the og it's an upstart it's still like top five in (laughs) steakhouses anywhere. I've had my first Wagyu, like real Wagyu. It was, it was called a five. It was insane. First of all, 
uh, everybody else ordering these massively large things, the grade that I got was so high when they brought it to you. They had the size of a quarter. They had pre-cut it. It was cut into five slices. That's it. That's it. That's all you get. Five slices on this giant plate. And I couldn't finish it. I had to give some of mine away because it was spectacular in flavor and so tender. But the density and the richness of it, it honestly, there is no other comparison. It would be like eating cut slices of butter. Because that's how rich it was. And you just, you couldn't get through it. With every other thing that, yeah, I mean, it's not like I had overstuffed myself. I know how to behave at a steak restaurant. I'm just saying, it was next level and extraordinary. It's the kind of thing where it's like, I don't even need to order it again, right? That's the sort of thing where I don't that's know. amazing. It was. share it. Well. Yeah, it was so good. Salad. It was so, and, and my son had gotten a Wagyu something or other, and it was twice the size. So whatever A5 means, that's like a big deal. But anyway, it was, and they prepared it really well. So the whole thing worked out where it was, they got a nice elevated experience, and then they got lots of low experiences, which are just what they wanted. So it was, it was a crazy, ridiculous it was a Ferris Bueller's day off, and we didn't go there intending to do that. That's just what ended up happening. So, oddly, what these boys most wanted to do was shop, and they shopped a lot, and they ended up in some very fancy sneaker store with some influencer who took their picture and put them in his feed and whatever. All this dumb stuff. So, the trip was a, a round, rousing success, and it ought to have been because... Let's just say I'm still employed now because there's no chance I'll retire after this trip. But it's good. It was worth it. it you worth spent it. on a trip to Chicago, what we're debating spending on a trip to a sandals resort in Jamaica. Yeah, we could have we could have easily gone to Italy for what we what we spent collectively on these these kids. But the reality is, I mean, I I say that because it feels that way and actually I knew it to be true. Right. But yeah. the other piece of the pie is you don't have to. And we're in a situation where we were going to cancel the trip outright a couple of months ago because it's like, what are we doing? Why are we doing this? We could spend this on something else. But the reality is we wouldn't. We wouldn't have gotten a comparable experience anywhere else. So at a So it's tough to compare the prices is what I'm getting at. You know at what I mean? Which venue did you get pizza? We went to Pequod's. We went to the original. It's it's us. We went. We if it's a food thing to be done, we did the food thing. We got the proper Chicago dogs from and 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 Italian beef sandwiches from Al's. We went to Pequod's for pizza and waited there. Um, you know, we went to Little Italy for a fantastic, gigantic Italian dinner. It was hilarious with all the mobsters walking around looking like. So went on an architecture tour by boat. Spent way too much money in every single store. Went to Second City. Had the best show of our lives. I feel like I Fun. feel like I absolutely clocked the next person who's going to be on SNL. Like I, I, I feel like I saw that person. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for for Lorne to be saying we're really excited to we've got the best talent coming. So it's very exciting. Super. That's it was awesome. the best. I'm still singing the fucking song that this little dude. He's very very slight. You know Chris Kattan. With sure. those giant monkey eyes. Sure. This this kid, he's probably, I'm sure he's an adult, but he's so slight and so bendy and so giant-eyed. He has a Chris Kattan-like demeanor, and he exacerbates it, right? He does everything he can to make it seem much bigger. One of the things he did to, to as part of his shtick 
was to come out and sing a song. Raise your hand if you're from Chicago. And two people raised their hand. That's it. <laughs> He's like, wow. But he did this whole he did this whole thing where he was singing this song. And like I'm saying, I've still got the raise your hand song in my head for some reason. It's so goofy. But then he would it was, it was just hilariously fun. It was a good time was had by all. That's so. awesome. Yes, 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 yes. So I love that. And it was kind of in-house being in Chicago. It wasn't like a massive risk. If you it needed was, to rent a car to drive home, you could have done it. And there's no... We Ubered everywhere. It was super safe. It was super clean. Everyone was incredibly kind. It was very strange because it was like being in New York without any of the New Yorkiness. I mean, Chicago is so cool and they know it. So it's this weird combination of they have all this rough, tumble, dirty, criminal, gilded history, history yeah. too drunk, too law-breaking, too Still everything. Still elected again. Yes. All the stuff, corrupt, corrupt, corrupt. And at the same time, they're super sweet. No, you go first. All this kind of stuff. So it's like a weird, it's very... And the art museum, my God. That's well, a whole podcast about the art museum. So anyway, so all this stuff is going on. And yet, it's very Midwest in its kind of, you know, hello, hello. So here's here's a quintessential Chicago experience. Everyone is just as kind as they possibly can be. You get in these giant Uber black because we were so big, we were taking the big things all. So you feel like a celebrity because the car is so fucking big. And then the drivers drive like they're in New York City. I thought we were going to kill at least four pedestrians multiple times. Mo the drivers drive like they're insane. So you still feel like it's a big city because you could die. Being inside the car. So it's nice. Go to Chicago. You'll like it. That's all. Blah, blah. Anyway. Um, I told you about a compliment that I got. About By your the way, colon. Put, right. Right. About my colon. I got another compliment yesterday. Two? And I really feel like I'm following your lead when you say things to me like, well, just see what you're good at and go with that. And this could be your third act. Like I've made my identity looking for my fucking identity. Okay. And not out in the world, but in my in my headspace. All right. Is this what's next? Yesterday, I got a compliment from my sibling. He said to me, you're a really good sister. Aww. I don't know if he thought about it. I don't even know if he remembers that he said it. But like my eyes welled up in 2.4 seconds. I just, oh. did he just say that? Like I took a 2.4 to register that he said, you're a really good sister. So I've also been told I'm a pretty decent friend, right? So hey. friend, sister, are we following uh, any course of lines here that are going to take me to be a professional what? Wife? Friend and sister. <laughs> You're going to be gonna a professional do. friend and sister. You're going to sell your services on at. TikTok. Okay. Okay. Mm, no, I will not do that because I don't like the gen pop. But to to know right that price. yeah, the few things I actually do, which are what like exist. Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 um, yeah. And occasionally answer the phone. Okay, got it. Yeah, I'm yeah. good at those things. I'm going to ride that. I'm going to follow your lead, and I'm going to ride that. I'm just going to be the best sister to one of my brothers, the best sister and I friend I can you. be. I misunderstood you. I thought you were loading up that there were ownership stake cards that people could purchase 
for a timeshare of your friend services. And that when they came and presented this card to you, you would, would open the velvet it. rope. Yeah. They could get into the tiny elevator with you and you would befriend them. I mean, for, for a fee. But it would feel real for, oh, the, the, girlfriend mo- for the afternoon. They get right? the girlfriend experience? How do you monetize that? <laughs> well, people are really sad. And they're looking for great friendship. And they're looking for, I paid for a man to come and do card tricks while I ate a steak. People will pay for anything in the world. Uh, a tomahawk steak to a 15-year-old boy it's that I'm birthday. sure. You only have a birthday. Oh, you only Jake. have a birthday once a year. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's, here's a question I have for you. Uh, you had your people. Yes. You had... Uh, the burrito people, green yes, burrito yes, people. Yes. And there is a an extra child, yeah? So it was my husband and myself, a cu- of our friends, a couple who travel, the couple sister. We've all traveled together before. So so it was five adults, five children. So and the children, uh, only one of them is under six feet tall. So they don't read like children. They're a giant, they're like a giant team of they look like a bunch of college bros and I'm here to tell you that having ridden around in the child car so many times with these guys it's it's amazing that I didn't kill them because they would be in the car with their phones and wherever we're going the you know the 1.6 mile bullshit that we decide we need an uber for okay so and then one of them would go boy and then like a bunch of lemurs, they would all go and somebody go whoop, whoop, whoop. It was like driving around with the fucking Muppets. And this is going on and going on and going on and make you insane. So they're very boisterous and very noisy. And they've all been playing lacrosse together since the day they came onto the planet. So they're all know each other's business and bullshit. It's the kind of thing where if somebody has to go to the bathroom, then magically they all have to go to the bathroom. And then they decide they have to be first at the bathroom. So then they're running and then they're dogpiling on each other to get to the stall door. So you hear the thud, 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 thud of the big bodies slamming into each other to get into the bathroom. You're getting a picture, right? Five boys. Yes. Two were yours, two were theirs. No. One is the birthday boy. One is the birthday boy's friend, my son. One is the brother. That's my other, other son. The other two were classmates from school. Okay. So and, here's and my lacrosse. question. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here's my question. Going out to dinner. Correct. You order your A5. Yes. The same way you order your M7i. <laughs> it you felt got, like it. Yes. You got the BMW M7i of When we meat. come into a restaurant, they have a velvet rope. Yes. You're right. getting a picture of how so we behave. Yes, yes, The yes, birthday yes. boy got the tomahawk steak. Correct. The two that did not have parents that were just along for right. the ride and right. and didn't even blink when the check comes over to the right. table or like the did they Wagyu. order modestly? Wagyu. Yeah, how could you? Let me show you the menu. Wagyu. That's it. That's what they got. Wow. When it wasn't you were that little? kind of trip. It wasn't that kind of trip. And we would they would these let me be crystal clear. Two things were happening and I've been holding this story in reserve because I kind of don't want to tell on them, but I feel like I have to fucking tell on them. Okay, so the entire trip, we would buy something and start passing it around, and then they would wait, hands in pockets, eyeballs large, right? And I'm like, this is food. Eat 
the food. Like, I'm not buying you a souvenir T-shirt. You have your own spending money to get the the mug or whatever the thing. I'm not going to buy you. glass. I'm not buying yeah, you 15. sneakers. Yeah, I'm not buying you sneakers. But you're going to eat. I'm going to, you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not going to pay attention to this kind of stuff. So I was super respectful. Did all the polite things. Everything was great. And then we would go to, like, the comedy club where we, at Second City, were all laughing so uproariously the entire time. <laughs> So then everybody's all hopped up because we just watched this giant comedy show and I went out one exit because I wanted to get a souvenir shirt for myself and just about everybody else went out the other exit. So I was not with the boys. I was not actually with the crowd of people who were all exiting Second City Comedy Club through the same door and it's a revolving door. So I didn't know that you could do this with a revolving door, but the first of the five missiles went through the revolving door at a run. So you go headfirst as the only person in a revolving door and picture yourself if you could run straight through it like a rocket would go. And the last thing you do after that, you gain the velocity, right? Push. Is you push. So the thing goes faster. And then like the weirdest white double dutch team you've ever seen in your life, they trained this fucking door. One, two, three, four, Five. And the last one to go through is the size and girth of an Olympian. So the door was spinning so fast, it was like the fucking Roadrunner show and his legs going around. And the crowd, trapped in the building, started to yell. Because I guess they don't have 15-year-old boys in Chicago when everyone there was a tourist. So someone in the back starts yelling, push the button! Like the thing is on fire and they can't get out. And evidently the five chuckle dopes, because they're trapped, because the revolving door is going so fast, no one can get through it. So everyone is stuck in the lobby and the other kids are on the other side in the street laughing their fucking asses off because they can't do anything about it either. Okay. Fortunately, I I didn't witness this. So I cannot, I cannot get any of the children whose, you know, care I was entrusted with in trouble because I was not a part of this. But the shit was fucking funny. The other thing they did at the comedy club, which was not funny. You order food. It's a comedy club. They exist. You get you buy drinks and then you get bar food and that's how they stay afloat, right? Because right. they're making money on you. Okay. So we're all sitting at these little tables and then we would order, let's get some pretzel bites, let's get some wings, let's get some french fries. Got it. And so we're a party of 10, a big long row of us at one long table, meaning a tiny little bar table. It just holds a cocktail. It's like a rail. So we're sitting in a semicircle at the, we commanded the whole rail, Right. So the, the waiter staff would come down and they would go French fries and the boys would go, sure, thanks. And so, so all of your food yes, went to them. Yes. This happened three times. They thought it was like past hors d'oeuvres. We kept ordering the fucking food and it wouldn't come down to Never us because they to would you. intercept it. Like each one of them would get a, a table sized platter of fries and then Do you eat mean- it. Do you mean like Stuart and I standing outside the kitchen at a wedding or yes. bar mitzvah waiting yes. for past hors d'oeuvres to come out and stopping the waitress right there that and eating exactly everything on the tray? <laughs> what happened? And this shit is not cheap. I don't know. I mean, the only more expensive place to be buying French fries is on an airplane. Like it's just the most ridiculous in terms of. And I'm like, what's what's happening? And then they'd be <laughs> laughing. Yeah, they they lived like kings. Yeah, I'll say like. Kings. I was only asking you before because I remember going out very rarely with a friend's parents and I would order grilled cheese. I would order the cheapest thing on the menu. I don't want to be. And then we started taking our kids 
friends out and they're getting lobster ravioli. And I thought, I'm having a BLT, by the way, and you are eating a savory dinner with sauces. Like We mm. specifically told them, order whatever you want. And they sort of looked at us and looked at the menu and looked at us. We said, order whatever you want. Let's just, we're, it's a steak, eat the steak, move on. So, I yes. do like the I do like the mental headspace that we've moved into in the last 10 years where we're like, let's be honest, we wouldn't be out at a restaurant like this if we couldn't somewhat afford to do this. I I would love somebody who said, uh, I'll just and then we say, order whatever you want. But sometimes that doesn't happen. Kids are just audacious with, well, my parents would pay for or I deserve. Well, uh, the, or, well the risk becomes the thing that happened. There was one of the kids who did actually get approval from his parents to buy the can't buy them anywhere else custom order basketball or shoes that you can only get at this one store like I mean this was all right he jumped right on the phone and he did it and you know they're being shipped and all this other stuff so and he had tried on a pair of shoes and he said these make my legs feel better (gasps) I don't think I don't think we should ever buy shoes that cost less than this ever again and I'm like okay you may have you may have jumped Stay the shark. Stay in school, lovey. Yeah, Stay like, in school. It's like it's one thing to have the the once of a teen lifetime steak. It's another thing to decide that you must now have the highest, most elevated, custom crafted by some other child shoes for you right. for the rest of your life. Yeah, that's you can't you can't wash enough cars, sell enough newspapers for this. Just just get comfortable with your Target pants because that's what's coming around next week. Oh, there I mean, we're in Nordstrom going crazy. You know, looking at $50 t-shirts. I'm like, those, you can look at those all you like. Yeah, no, no. So, I mean, it's silly. It's like being at Disney World. It's at the end of the thing, they have bags yes, of rocks that you can buy it. for yes, $5. Yes. You're like, take it, sure. Here, let's look, buy here's gravel. the surveyor, yeah. right. Yeah. You finished this right. That made me crazy. Somebody spray painted these rocks gold, and now they put them in a little burlap sack this, that fits this in the palm was of your Disney. hand. Chicago $25. was Disney. We're just going to overpay, and we'll deal with it next week, and, and they'll remember it like it was Disney. So that's, I mean, that's good. Everybody so needs this in their life at some point. I totally agree. If you're going to travel, like if you're going to do it, do it right. I mean, you can't worry about, or don't go until you can do it right. Because doing the slumming version of it is, we're going this coming weekend, Mm-mm. I'm leaving tomorrow to go to Pittsburgh to see my son for two days. And then it is family weekend. Last weekend was family weekend in Pittsburgh. This coming weekend is family weekend at Delaware. She doesn't want us because. Who does? Who does? She well, doesn't want to go to the football game and blah, 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 blah. So and it's going to be packed. And we know from family weekends, you and I, we it's just you can't park. You can't get a reservation. So I said, well, what if Friday night? Dad and I come pick you up and we take you to Harry's. She hey! Doesn't know, she doesn't know from Harry's, but oh, you oh. do. Yeah, it's nice. And steak. that's it's, really nice. It's really nice. Right? It's, it's like. Really nice. The answer The answer is yes. So when we someone says, I'd like to take you to Harry's, the answer right? is, let's go win. <laughs> yes, let's go please. right now. Yes. So I we made a reservation for six people. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There's three of us and yeah. she can bring three fr- like three friends if she wants just to see who's. And I, when you started talking about how this kid ordered, and I thought, that's pretty ballsy. If it's your kid, it's your birthday, it's your whatever, or that your kids tend to give you like a side eye, is this okay, in front of their friends especially, and you give the same nod you're giving me right now. Yes, yes, yes. I'm curious, A, if she brings anyone, because she usually is like, nope, it's just me, and she just wants to 
or if they are at Harry's Savoy and they say, I would like uh, yeah, they did. the tomahawk with a side of lobster ravioli. They did really, really stupid, goofy, they farted in the in the art museum and cleared out one of the galleries and the fart echoed. I mean, there's these are 15-year-old kids. It was yeah, hilarious. Yeah, more and you're, it's your fault. And yet, at the same time, when you're wearing a nice outfit and you're sitting in a place that's dimly lit, I mean, they... they that's the Bengal theory, right? Super your school's qu- theory. They super quickly know how to act without being told and they did not they did not overstep they were i mean the first thing we did when we landed oddly um we just had the hotel we need a place for lunch we didn't think about lunch where we're we gonna go he sent us to ralph lauren i didn't realize that shops in chicago have full full restaurants attached so yeah so we're sitting there eating lobster rolls for lunch when we got off the airplane that was our introduction in a in a wood paneled library setting designed by I mean the wait staff was wearing head to toe Ralph Lauren looked like the fucking Olympic team. So okay, when these girls go, go with, with you, you, yes. So when these girls go with you to Harry's, yeah. my guess is they're already in college. My guess is one of two things is going to happen. They either come correct and already have the sense that they know how to behave, or their eyeballs will be big enough commensurate with their brain that they will look around and hesitate a little before just diving in saying, could you, I'd like to see the chef, please. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) do you do just a served course and we don't order? We'll take the seven. Right. right (laughs) Stuart has a friend like that who said, come meet me at Morimoto and, and we'll just do the 12 courser. And of course, one of the courses is a ball of gelatinous something with a, sprout around the outside and <laughs> one gross. one um caviar egg right on top of this that is not a course that is i don't know something that's going to make me throw up but that's part of it too when you take these girls to harry's even if they've all been before or somewhere similar ever it is an occasion it is a right. big deal and i i truly believe that every human deserves a step above your current experience however minor that step might be or 10 steps everyone deserves a change of routine and an approach at luxury if for no other reason to just remind you that there are different levels on this planet and And here's what you could be here's one enjoy it well it's not even about an aspiration to work harder or achieve more or get this more often it's just enjoy this let's everyone deserves joy and sometimes joy is standing in a field totally free in the creation that we're blessed to be a part of. And sometimes joy is from a tortured animal in Japan that has been butchered into the tiniest little butter slab that tasted great in my mouth. I mean, there's lots of ways. So we should just experience them all. The more you can get as experiences, the better. And sometimes if they cost more, forget the cost and just go for the experience. Not Giardelli. What's the name of that other chocolate place? Oh, Macy's. we had hot chocolate at Giardelli as well. They had a big Giardelli place. Two, two, two floored. Uh, what other chocolate place? In New York? What's the name of the, uh, of the Guita- place in Chicago? Guitart. Uh, that's the French one. I don't know if it's in Chicago. There was a Chicago. There's a Chicago There's like chocolate, a chocolate place? mint, mint chocolate rectangly things that we always used to get when we would go there that were so good. Oh my God. I have listeners right now. Into that are Chicago? In Chicago, there. How was there a food thing in Chicago that I didn't know about? I got Garrett's popcorn. I got Chicago hot dogs, two places. I got Italian hot beef. I got original pan pizza. 
what do we call it? Chicago style Marshall pizza? Fields. It's it's in Marshall oh, Fields. Oh, oh, it's oh, got oh, the what's oh, that chocolate? Oh. Andy's candies? <laughs> no, but <laughs> it's kinda it's kinda what you're loading up. It's what I described, I get, but it's it's so much better. They're like <laughs> okay. tall, they're like double decker buses, Andy's candies, and they melt in your mouth. They're I amazing. I don't know them. I don't know them, but I didn't know Chicago. So I don't know. Yeah, there there's a chocolate place in Marshall Fields, I think, that's just uh, yum. Uh, that's fine. That's fine because I came to the conclusion by looking I got at do pictures. Right donuts. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What kind of donuts? Do right. I got two kinds. I got Stan's donuts and I got do right donuts. And do right was bad all. And did you just at, what are we talking? A glazed, old fashioned? What are we comparing here? Are we talking? <laughs> I'm sorry. Like crunch hi. berries on top, voodoo donut <laughs> style, or what oh, are we talking? Hi. I'd like to introduce myself because clearly we haven't fucking met. Yeah, I went into stands and I ordered every donut they have plus extras. So they had a cruffin style, a croissant muffin donut that was filled with cream. So stands had every conceivable flip-flops, you know, blueberry, everything that you can think of, right? Is there Boston cream so oozing with cream you can't pick it up because it's it like actually disintegrates the the, mm. the outer edges of the yeast donut can't don't have they lack the turgor pressure to hold the custard inside it just Ugh. weeps with sugary goodness and guess what stan socked compared to do right donuts do right donuts were so fucking good i almost fell down and they did have a maple bacon and they did have a coconut I, who cares about coconut that's how stupid even the stupid donuts were good at do right so you get a coconut donut so it's a cake donut an old-fashioned cake donut that's been soaked in coconut syrup coated on the outside with sweetened coconut that's still white so it's not that toasty one so it's just the nice soft sweetened it's a pillow you like just a described cake. a pillow like a cake and guess what when you cut into that fucker and you feel like you're getting ready just to eat a donut they have ringed the inside of the cake donut with a custard you just want to slap everyone because it's so good it was delicious and that Do wasn't right, even the best it. donut they just kept going their best one was some kind of they had a Michigan apple fritter, which you know, you would you would just you just have to lay down in the street after you eat it. I'm trying to remember the one that was so good because we all ate it so fast. I can't even picture it in the box. It was just an empty place. Oh, it was called the cream cheese donut. So it's a yeasted donut, giant like a double. All these donuts, first of all, are the size of your palm with your open fingers. So they're they're f closer to like a cinnamon roll style. That's how big each of these donuts are. Okay. You'd picture a box of a dozen donuts that you would get from Krispy Kreme, you know, the size of that flat dozen box. That holds six donuts. So just, just understand how big they are. The cream cheese one has a center that's filled like a Danish with custard topped with cream cheese cut whipped cream. So it's like a cream cheese buttercream poof on top. And then there's the custard in the middle and the yeast donut, which is a glazed yeast donut, not unlike a Krispy Kreme. So you bite into the outside. So the donut itself would be heaven. And then they make it more heavenly. And then you just, and this is all, it's too good. It's the kind of thing where you just want to get back on the plane and go back because it's so can't beat this. Got to go. Well, the other one that was bizarre, they had a pretzel donut, which wasn't at all. Just it was a donut formed into the shape of a pretzel. Oh, okay. So it looked like a twist, like, you know, those French twists. But yep. they had made this one into a pretzel. And it tastes like all donut. And it was super glazy. So the kind of glaze where it 
got kind of stiff a little, so that when you almost a crack when, when you get you bite it, the uh, the sheets of the outer edge of the glaze into, come uh, off in little yeah. shingle little shingles. They come off. Do you, do you then cracked. pick? Twenty minutes later, do you then pick them off your sweater and put you, them in your you mouth? You would think you you would, but it's there's a it usually takes about forty minutes for the for the body to regain consciousness after the coma. Oh. You go into diabetic shock, but it's absolutely it was it was next level obscene. It was a delightful deliciousness of epic proportions. Okay, looking back at pictures now of older, younger sorry, we're older, younger us. I think. I wasn't heavy then. I didn't need this. Like, I thought we were our worst critics when we were younger. I would kill to look like that now. I didn't look old then. I look old now. If Look like at that, that pediatric colon. I look mean, at that so teeny, tiny butthole. Really, now I can look back. What do you think 10 years from now we're going to look back at now and think, I thought I was wrinkly and gross and tiny bunged? Boy, did I put that 50-something-year-old me to shame with 60-something-year-old me who is all of those things. Because looking back at pictures, I I was so self-conscious about 30 separate things. Yep. And none of them are valid now. Yep. And I'm guessing they weren't valid then either. That's a bingo. So what do you think we're carrying now? Now it's valid. No. All the criticisms you have of yourself. 10 years from now. (laughs) Well, unless it's just going to get worse. I mean, I'm in such bad physical shape. The only thing I have to look forward to is I, what's next when I'm on a walker or like a motorized wheelchair that I'm going to look back and Assistance. say, say, I, when I, was I used to struggle going up six flights of stairs. And now who am I kidding? A flight of stairs. And now I can't, I even, the I can't even go up a f- flight of stairs. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I think youth is its own elixir. And perhaps... This is from being around very vibrant male athletes in their physical prime. They can do anything. Anything. Also choose not to. I don't want to pick up the Duquesne. It's heavy. So at the same time, there is this conundrum of you have no idea what is being gifted to you in this moment as a youth. Not just in the form of steak and overpriced sneakers and the biggest, most posh experience that to you now suddenly feels normal. Like not, not even any of that. You just don't realize and can't really realize what's coming down the pike is as much as you accept and believe how good you got it right now. Right. The only thing that teaches you how good you got it right now is the perspective of not having it anymore. And that, that only comes after it's gone. So it's good to be grateful it's good to be aware, but there is always a look back factor that that changes it. And that's that's like love. That's like nostalgia. I mean, part of love is the pain that comes toward the end or in the middle of the love. Right. It's, it's just it's all part of it. So, yes, we can look back on younger us and say, oh, my God, what was up my ass and why did I ruin it then? Why did I ruin it? Why, Why did didn't I, I appreciate what I had? What aren't we appreciating right now that we should just shut up and get out of our own way? What? Why? I guess it makes me feel like I should stop being so critical of the only person with whom I am 
sharing critical views and that's myself. Well, if that's what you're doing, I would say stop it right now. And I would agree with you wholeheartedly. I don't know how hard you're doing that inwardly or because outwardly I don't hear you doing it in any other kind of a way that's just you know like we we would say friendly racism you're you're friendly right. you're friendly casual. self casual, casual self-hatred yeah. right you're just you're a little bit of mockery but it's I don't take any of that to heart if you're taking it to heart ever let's let's stop for a minute and say maybe let's prune some of that out because I don't want that but I will say in a in a in a taking a broader view I think the thing that is dangerous that I know I am hung up on. And I may have, you know, invited you into my swirling vortex of hang-ups. Which sounds kind until I hear what the hang-up is. And that is, I am overly critical of the, if I'm, if I'm, of the train car that I'm sitting in, in the very long track of achievements and life. What's next? How am I directing it? Blah, 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 blah. As opposed to, I got a seat on the train, baby. It's not raining on my head. We're moving somewhere. I'm happy and relaxed. They just brought me a drink. Look at that view, right? Instead of, who's driving this train? And why am I not in the best car? And how do I, and how come, and how come I'm not helping other people get on the train? And blah, 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 blah. Those are, those are good things, just like the self-talk. It's good to want to do self-care, to be appreciative of yourself, and to improve on things that you can improve on. That's different than saying, these are all the flaws, these are all the knots, these are all the things that didn't, right? And now let's ruminate on them and wonder, how do I get out of this fix? Right, so it's like, you're talking about your second act, right? And I'm going to come back and ask you about that Monday letter. Okay, so... So, yeah, so it's all these things. How do we hold ourselves accountable? How do we improve? That's incremental improvement. That's good news. That's a positive forward momentum. When it starts to feel stagnating and critical for criticism's sake, that's the same as I'm standing here in size two jeans, which I never wore a day in my life, size two jeans in the mirror and wondering how can I get to a double zero. Like, that's not helpful. Go enjoy your size two jeans life and maybe eat a fucking cheeseburger because you can you can deal. You can afford to do so. Just relax. Right. Relax. And this is I'm basically in retirement and I'm fighting it. Why? What? Well, that's kind why? of why, why I, I asked am I the fucking question. fighting it. <laughs> that's why I asked the question. But I do. I'm like Rocky. I'm gonna fight you and lose. I am Rocky. OK, you talk. now. No, that's why I asked you the question, you know. When are we going to give in, be happy where we are and not think I could be less this, more that, less this, more that. I was told yesterday that I'm a really good sister and I'm going to, I'm going to wear that for, I don't know, like a hat for a solid week or 10 days. And I hope that gets me through the days of awe. As I say, yeah, I had some bad thoughts about certain politicians and physically doing things to them. And I I am sorry about wanting to end people uh, more so their train of thought. But uh, if it's encased in their skull while I have the bat, like that is what I will be spending my 10 days thinking "Mm, I could have done better. I could have been kinder. Hey, I'm a pretty good sister. Like I care about people. I think that's my Achilles heel. I care about people and my people. And immigrants. So 
knowing that, like maybe I should lean into that and a little less, well, what are you going to do next? What are you, why don't you stop thinking about Melissa, what you're going to do next and just do what you're doing now. Just a little more of it. And I don't know, see what happens after that. You're in retirement. What? That's what everybody works for. And still here we are swinging. This just feels like a time in our lives where we should be embracing and marinating and doing all the good things and I still feel like we're swinging at something. Well, part of that's very good advice. So I encourage you to, while you're editing this, listen to it again as it comes out of your mouth. <laughs> as if follow someone, it. You as if dope. someone else was telling you to do it. I will also say that there are equal parts of where we are right now that make a lot of sense. One is we have a vast and great many things to contribute still. So, I agree. So the notion of permanent rest is That's death right there. In, Permanent rest is death. Incongruous with who we are as people. We have things to contribute and contributing is fun. Agree. Right? So it's not it's not I have to do this because other people need it. Contributing to society, to the world, to our families, to anyone, anything, anywhere, making something better. That's fun. That's good work. That's good work to do. And to crave good work is a good thing. And to do it as long as you're able is a good thing. The good advice that I'm hearing from you that I hear a lot and I refuse to take is this <laughs> notion that simply doing the good work creates its own purpose. Your purpose, you, you can be blind to your purpose and still be doing the work you were destined to do. You can be fated to be doing the thing and be oblivious to it so really don't worry about that it's like I was trying to explain to the kids who really had no interest in going to the art museum yesterday we have these deep philosophical conversations about art and because they were like that's not art this is art I said okay well there is a school of thought that says it's not the artist's job in fact it is the opposite of the artist's job to worry about the end result of the art it is the artist's job to create to create this thing that is the deal. And then how it is received, what it means, how important it is, that is someone else's job. The artist's job is to create. So in fact, it's your job to say this is art or it's not. This is important or it's not. So it, to bring that back to what we're talking about, it's our job to do the good work. And if we are lucky enough, I think, to also feel purpose-driven and directed in the work, that's next level. But you don't need it. You have to just fucking do the work. So doing good work it's good job. Full stop. If you have thoughts, dear listener, about anything you've heard today, please write us, brilliantobservations at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And we will answer you on air, off air, however you request. You've seen it work in action. If you go to Brill Ob Squad, you see them in there hearing their names and they come in and they say, they mentioned me. You really like me. It's true. We really do. It like is you. true. We do. And we are grateful that you're even still showing up because we are too. So thank you so much for <laughs> listening, for turning us on. And I hope we turn you on. We love you guys. <laughs>